All right. God go. damn it. We are we are in sync. We are, we are. so that good. Oh. Can I be I don't want to be Justin Timberlake though. If we're in sync, I'll take any of the other four. What are their names? I don't know. That's the problem. Yeah, I just know Justin Timberlake, but I don't want to be <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> You know it's that awkward moment where it's just like, hey, you're a fan of that band, right? Yeah, name the front man. And then you name the front man, but then you look at the other people and you're like, uh... uh who, who's the rest? James Smith. Mm-hmm. Sure. I yeah, will be, that sounds about right. I will be James Smith from Insane. James Smith. <laughs> oh, Dylan, Dylan. Man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did you see the Spider-Man trailer? Okay, do we have to go into that? Because I'm about to put, open a can of whoop-ass on this movie. I am too. <laughs> oh my god, I thought we've learned from Sony. We haven't learned from Sony, and oh my god, we're set up for failure. If there's one thing that Spider-Man movies are have a, they have a really good track record with, it's injecting an obscene amount of villains into the movie. It worked with Spider-Man uh, 3, it worked with Amazing Spider-Man 2, I'm sure it'll work this time, right? You know, we got... One good movie, like, one okay movie, I think we're gonna go for bad on this one. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so the Rami trilogy went from good to fucking incredible Great. to... Oh my uh, god. Like... Looking back, it's not as bad anymore. No. Uh, um, and then Garfield was pretty damn good. Yeah, I thought it was oh first Oh god, was what was that second movie? Yes. <laughs> and then we have Tom Holland being good, yep. thus Far From Home being... Eh, eh. It's I. I like. Jake and now Gyllenhaal. third one we're going for. Oh dear God, why and fucking God. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. And I also don't like how it's just falling into the Marvel shtick of oh, we're just gonna CGI the fuck out of the ending, and you can't fucking I see know. anything, and it's visually uninteresting as hell. Ah, uh, like again, I could fill a BPP on why, like, I don't like Marvel anymore. I know, and, they, that, that's and, what, they, and that trailer just signified it all. And that's that's what sucked the joy out of the end of Shang-Chi, because Shang-Chi was so fun, and, and then the ending right? was just it, the like, same shit we get with uh, every Marvel movie. Like, Shang-Chi just became from like, okay, that's a decently okay character, to the third act ruined the entire movie. I wouldn't say it ruined the whole movie, I would just say it's it turned into a... Its third act was just a sequence I didn't care about because I know how it's going to end and it doesn't mm. look interesting. My biggest thing was like character movement. I'm a dark, mm. evil character. I'm like, D when in when in God's name have you ever suggested that in this movie? Mm. Yeah, but this is Dylan. Mm. We're not here to talk about the MCU today. We're not. You know, you know what today is. It's part of the Ridley-thon, isn't it? It is day two of the Ridley-thon. We're watching Russell Crowe Robin Hood! With the Vince Picture Podcast. <laughs> podcast on the internet and the only podcast on the internet where we're supposed to watch every movie that's won best picture at the oscars but we are back to our bullshit and not doing that i thrive on it i thrive on the chaos of horrible branding yes um last week we watched one um we watched gladiator but this week mm -hmm. we are continuing a theme it is ridley thon part two and we're watching yes. 2010's robin hood i am one of your hosts um, Ross Bembenek, and I'm joined by... The man who is the outlaw of the woods. The man who 
fought and told an honest truth to the king and then ended up in a stockade, which is kind of bullshit. But, you know, I got friends. I got people who let me out. It's all good in the end. And then I personally a knight, and now we're here. You're the angriest boy. I am the angriest boy. Once again, we don't have Caleb. We tried to get Caleb back from the gladiator ring. But, but he's so profitable now. He didn't want to come yeah, back. He's he, making too much money. I know. Caleb sold out. He's just fight in the fighting pits, making bank and not sharing any money with us. We're going to send Roger and Roger's lawyers after him. You know, I don't, you know, at this point in my time, the inner wrestling fan, the professional wrestling fan of me is now just going to chant, you sold out, you sold out, you sold out at him multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. He'll, well, he'll, he'll hopefully, I think he still listens to these episodes. I know his fame has far beyond our meager and um, unimportant selves, but you know, hopefully he knows what's coming for him. Yes. Next I episode hope- he's a part of. I hope that the next time Caleb brutally murders somebody in a fighting pit, he thinks of us. I just hope he hears you sold out. You sold out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love you, Caleb. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're tolerated. <laughs> um, so, Dylan, for part two of the Ridley-thon. Yes. What, what did we watch? We watched 2010 Russell Crowe Robin Hood, motherfuckers! We did. Um, this movie came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. It stars Russell Crowe as the Robin of the Hood. Himself. Robin Longstride, sir. Robin yes. Longstride. Um, as well as Kate Blanchett as Marion Loxley, Max mm-hmm. von Sydow um, as the old blind man whose name I'm forgetting in this moment. Oh um, God, um, um, Richard. I want to say is that no, it's not Richard. Yeah, um, Walter. Walter. Wal- yep. Wal- Walter. Walter Loxley. Walter Loxley. Walter Loxley. Walter Loxley. Um, That's it. We've got Mark Strong. We've got William Hurt. We've got a baby Oscar Isaac. Oh my God, right? I even watched this movie back. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, he looks, he's a baby. He a baby. And yet still, mwah. Mm, and we've got Mark Addy playing Friar Took. This like, so just to like, can I kick it off before we do like a small plot recap? This cast was stacked. Yes. Like, from major cast members to minor cast members to middle cast members. This Mm -hmm. cast was stacked. Yes, it was. Um, One of the best casts in a movie I've seen. Right? And, like, everyone did a really good job. Yes, they did. No one really lacked. No, I think. No one really lacked. Dylan, um, give us a quick rundown of the plot of this movie. Okay, so the plot opens with um, a bunch of children that live in uh, Nottingham. Yes. Who um, have basically decided to not, like, be a burden on their families with poverty and high taxes and all that. And be like, we're going to go live in the woods. What do they do being self-respecting children? They go and steal from their parents. They go steal grain from their parents. So Well, they're orphans, the, aren't they? So they don't have parents. Well, some are orphans some ran away from home uh okay yeah because they did not explain that they did explain that they did okay yeah it's a real quick throwaway line though um so i understand if you missed it um so but then it's like they steal the seed grain for planting season that leaves nottingham in trouble of just starving to death which they've basically already done because of the crusades along with the uh, taxes from king richard well, technically, John, like, at that point, but... Yeah, well, the, the tax is from the crown. The tax is from the crown. That's a broader and more better statement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then it goes to um, the more like centralized plot of Richard the Lionheart is returning back from Crusade, kind of beaten, broken. He just says, you know what? We're going to plunder France. And he goes, okay. So on their way back to England, they decide we're going to take some money. And that's where we're introduced to the main cast. Like yes, we're introduced the, to the, the Merry Men. We're introduced to the Merry Men. Oh, Merry Men! <laughs> Shrek just comes in. This is in my movie. Walks back out. This Walks isn't my swamp. <laughs> um, and we've learned that throughout all this, you get a more grizzled, like fighting mm-hmm. force. Like in the past, you've met Robin Hood when he's like cheery or like kind of more whimsy. Whimsy. That's a better word. But no, this is grizzled veteran. Um, uh, Robin. Robin. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot and his name. No, I didn't. I just yes, wanted did. to say, no, I didn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it goes, um, a big part of it is like the siege goes to a success, the gates burning, but then Richard comes out and sees that Robin Hood plays Robin of L- Robin long, long stride. He's not of Loxley yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> and he, um, plays just basically the shifting cups game and little John calls him out. He's like, you're a cheat. And then he goes, ha, who? Oh, I'm the liar. And then and they beat the, the shit out of fight each other. breaks out and then they hit the king and Robin Longstride tells the truth. And for his truth, that King Richard killed innocent civilians of the crusade, which is true. Yes. Very um, much. true. That is very true. true. This is very, very true. true. Um, that they're godless and like he's like that's a good honest Englishman right there and then they end up in the stockades and then they bust out they bust out after the king dies after the king fucking dies which i'm gonna go on a bit of a small like thing here in history he dies in england but by Mm. the same circumstances oh that's fun like he's like going along castle walls kind of like jumping in between the plate the battlements Mm mm-hmm and a guard goes, who are you? Shoots him. Kills the king. Oh. I wonder what happened yeah. to that guard. Um, dead? Probably. Imprisonment? Death run, and imprisonment? Run away? <laughs> he went, fuck, and just like jumped into the pond. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to France. I will um, be welcomed as a hero. <laughs> uh, fast forward. Um... Mark Strong is recruited by the King of France to kill Richard before learning that he's dead. Yep. There's an ambush that happens. Robert of Loxley. Robin of Loxley. Sir Robert Robert of Loxley is transporting the crown back to England. Yes. And as that happens, um, the escaped merry men go off. Poor Jimmy. Poor one out. Pour one oh, out for pour, Jimmy. Pour one out for Jimmy. He was—he also died in the first episode of Game of Thrones. He did. Yes, he did. I'm like, this man doesn't live which, past the 15-minute mark. Which came out. Yeah, which came out around the same time as this <laughs> movie did. So what if, what if the joke is that he didn't have time to do like an entire movie, so he killed off. He was killed off thinking he'd go to Game of Thrones with a bigger part. And then boom, dead in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get the crown. They go back to England. I'm just going to subvert this because it's a very long movie and very it dense. A, it is a very um, long movie. They all think Richard's alive. He's not. John gets crowned. You mean No Robert. one knows that. No, John. No, you No, mean, they bring they the think... crown back to London. Yes, they John think Robert is, crowned is alive. King. But they think Robert is alive. 
Yeah, they think Robert is yeah. alive. Like, Mark Strong's like, did he lie? Like, his henchman's like, huh? Mm. And, like, goes from there. And, and Robin... from that, Robin gives him the crown. The mom crowns Oscar Isaac. He is now king. Which would be better for all of us, really. Not in this, not this version of no, Oscar Isaac. No, I'm just saying, Isaac. if Oscar Isaac was our king, life Listen, would be better. Listen, we've already had celebrity politicians before. We don't need any more. Um, I'm just saying, Oscar Isaac would be the only good one. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but um, then we cut to events happen. Um, a sword. I forgot to mention. A sword brings back memories for Robin. Like it says when lambs become lions. Mm-hmm. And he's and- like, why does this ring so familiar? He's charged with going back to Nottingham to give the sword back to Walter. Who um, is so, yeah, Robert's so, father. Yeah, Robert is dying. Robin comes across the dying Robert. Robert asks Robin <laughs> to take the sword to Walter. And then it goes from there. And then he, R- Walter's like, yo, just be him. And he's like, okay. And then. Because when Walter dies, since he has no son, if Walter dies without a son, then Marion, Mary his daughter-in-law. Get the land. Yes. Marion so played by the incomparable Kate Blanchett. Oh my God. She's so fantastic in this movie. She's, um, she's fantastic in everything, Dylan. For the most part, yes. Um, don't get me started on Elizabeth. I will burn that movie alive. Um, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to comment. Don't. <laughs> um, um, as and then so events happen where Mark Strong, who's still the French spy at this point, is just plundering England, turning against John, so the French king can invade and kill. He he's kill mostly John. and kill John, obviously kill John. But as it keeps going, it's working out well until. Um, Rob, um, Robin's being told by his history from Walter that his dad was trying to basically just make the Magna Carta like two decades or like a multiple yes. of years earlier. And then from there, he goes to a council of the barons who want to rebel against John. Convin- um, convinces them, hey, let's, let's just, kill the French people first before we kill ourselves. Let's at least just get rid of the French first. Yeah, right? And then a very nice battle sequence, like, a very sexy battle sequence happens. Mm -hmm. Mark Strong dies. Robin is, um, Russell Crowe is declared an outlaw by a very dramatic yell. Um, And that's how we start off. I feel like, yeah. That's the movie. Yeah. I'm going to make that short and quick to the point because it's a very long movie. There's a lot of details. If you want to look at all the details, watch the fucking movie. It is on Peacock. That's how I watched it. Oh, that's it's on Peacock? Yes, it is. Oh, I own physical copies. Yeah, I, I got a physical copy from the library, but um, I was like, I want to lay in bed and watch this. <laughs> and I don't have a like a DVD player um, at the on the TV in my bedroom. So I was like, please be on Peacock. Please be on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's basically the movie. Um, I find this movie... To be utterly fantastic. It's a very great movie. Ross, you're giving me a look. I am very much on the other end of the spectrum. I didn't like it. <laughs> We're going to fight each other on we this. We are going to fight each other. Yay! Well, the last time we said we fought each other on this, we made Star Wars an episode, and we mainly agreed that it's all <laughs> we, shit. <laughs> we mostly agreed on the that Star Wars thing. I think. I think this time we are going... It's, it's not all shit. It's just, like... 45% shit and the 45% shit stinks so bad it makes the 55% that's not shit I feel stink like a you're a bit. bastard right now so shut the fuck up <laughs> either way 
Um, yeah, I, I was not, a, I had not seen this since I was probably 15, 16 Well, yeah, old. that's because I watched it around the same time on HBO Max, mm-hmm. not HBO Max, just HBO. And the amount of times I watched like the last 45 minutes to an hour is ridiculous. Yep. I, I was not crazy about it this time. I am on the different spectrum that I want to hear yours. Okay, so I want to get up my positives first because like no, there go are negative, certain... and then we can go positive. Okay, go negative. Um, my biggest issue is with the casting of Robin. Why? I think like they're clear, clearly going for an origin story of Robin Hood, and that usually entails he needs to be a younger person, and Russell Crowe looks like he's fifty, and I just don't think Russell Crowe like. Russell Crowe, I think he's very, very good. I think Russell Crowe is a very good actor. I just did not really like his performance. And I think the role would have been better suited going to a younger actor. Oh, yes. Let's bring in Taron Egerton. He did a great no, job I'm with that saying, source material. I'm saying there was uh, an actor in this movie who was coincidentally 30 years old. He was coincidentally up and coming not a household name yet and they cast him in this movie as the main villain of the movie who mark would have strong been... wasn't 30 no not mark strong the other main villain the french king wasn't 30 i'm talking about oscar isaac you i know asshole. i played dumb <laughs> i'm talking about it's oscar isaac building a comedy bit Oscar Isaac, I think, would have... Listen, he was my favorite part. I loved how goofy he was. I feel like he was properly well acted. Like, even from, like, a goofy standpoint in a series. Yeah, I think he he gave a great performance, and I love how they made him look like the lion from the Disney version. Like, I just looked at him, and I was like, oh my god, he looks (laughs) like the Disney version. (laughs) I loved that. And I think he was incredible, but I think he would have been a much better Robin than Russell Crowe. I disagree because, so, in my opinion, the casting is well done at every standpoint of the movie. In terms I think of everybody Robin. else is perfect. Everybody else in the cast is great. Dude, the Merry Men were on point. I love and the And if Merry you Men. look at, like, behind the scenes of this, so, I'll get into that a bit later after we go over positives and negatives. Just like a peek behind the curtain of this movie because mm-hmm. the behind the scenes are really well documented in this movie. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, it's a Ridley movie. Yes, but and that's what I love about his movies. Um, I I disagree with that. I feel like it wasn't necessarily an origin story. I feel like it was just an origin story of like the tale of the Robin, like the outlaw. Mm-hmm. Like just not necessarily he had to be young. He had to be a certain age. It was just... It was a certain, like, story that had to be told. And I feel like for a man who went to the Crusades, like, traveled all the way there, fought there, and did all that, I feel like Russell Crowe was a good casting choice for a grizzled, very tired war veteran. See, I, I and I'm not saying make him, like, a, like, like late teens, early 20s kind of guy. I'm just, I just think Russell Crowe looked 50, <laughs> which Russell felt... Crowe always looks 50. Yeah, I mean, that is a Russell Crowe, that's his, just his face, but... Mm-hmm. He really looked 50 in this, and he just felt way too old for um, Well, then at that standpoint, role. we can argue that Kate Blanchett's too old. Yeah, but again, she's not the main character. She's not the main focus of the I'm story. Sorry, she's not the main focus, but literally, I feel like she has equal to probably a little less screen time than yeah, Robin I, than I him. Th- 
I, I also think Kate Blanchett's a better actor than Russell Crowe is. So I think I mean, Kate Blanchett can, duh, she, she plays, she can play things off better and more easily than Crowe can because Crowe, I think, has a, has a lane of work where he's very, very good. Yeah. I just think they were trying to make him play too young in this movie mm-hmm. and it just did not gel with me. I don't think he, in my opinion, again, like I'm just horribly biased because I, so I'll go into why I'm biased later after negatives, but I feel like he did a really great job of what he was given mm-hmm. and he did a good job portraying Robin in a different light that we've seen before mm-hmm. because we've had comedy, we've had cartoon and we had, um, oh God, what's his name? Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner. That was it. I was like, cartoon, <laughs> that, oh, comedy, so Kevin bad. Costner. That one's bad, but in a Oh, way. God. Don't give me. No, no, no. William, whatever his name is. Never mind. Beside the point. It's just like, it's really like, I enjoyed his acting. I enjoyed his character. I enjoyed the deeper layer he gave to the character. That's my opinion. What do you got? Mm-hmm. What's the other negative you got? My other big negative is I don't like the way that they tried to balance it. It. It felt like two different movies at certain points. At one, at some points, it felt like they were going for a traditional medieval epic in the vein of, like, I guess not. I mean, Gladiator's not medieval, but they were kind of going for the same historical epic sense as something like Gladiator. While at other times, they're also throwing in these whimsy, fun, merry little bits with the merry men and their comedic relief, and. It just threw me off tone-wise. I think tonally, I didn't really like the way they were playing off the like the the serious medieval shit with the more lighthearted, like the the tavern scenes with the merry men. It just felt out of place. You're attacking one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. You better. I'm not saying it's a bad scene. I'm just saying it's a mix. It's a mix of those kinds of lighthearted scenes. Mm-hmm. thrown like juxtaposed immediately next to these really really dark serious dramatic like medieval epic scenes it just clashes and i did not like the tone the the two the tone, tone approach yeah i feel like so i can see where your argument is and i agree at some points like it sh- it was like a violent shake in the other yes. direction and i agree with that in some parts of this film i however think that it's balanced into the sense of it's not really their problem until it comes to their doorstep Mm -hmm. so that's my thing behind it where it's like you get these whimsical you get these cheery moments because let's be honest it takes like weeks or even probably months like in real time not movie time to get to nottingham right yeah like to get there and do what they need to do so I feel like in order to like separate that you need to show these characters lived lives you need to show these characters had a life and that's what they did in those moments. They mm-hmm. showed them one getting late. Good for them. Um, yeah, good for those guys. I was for happy for them. Uh, doing basically what they do best and just like living like mm. and like I feel like that's what's needed because if you focus too much on the dark and gritty shit and Robin Hood immediately being pulled back into that world, it doesn't have the greater impact of later in the movie where he goes back to the altar of his childhood and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it just didn't sit right with me. All the, all like those shifts from those lighthearted moments to the dour moments. It just felt like there should have been maybe more of a buffer or they should have kind of toned down one side of it to not make it as big of a contrast. I just feel like they needed to emphasize the threat. So that's why mm-hmm. when it gets dark, it gets dark. Like the violence goes up and everything goes up. And mm-hmm. that's what they need to do in order to bring it up to the head 
that you I, get I, to the beach. I also think this would have benefited from an R rating. Oh, 100%. 100%. It absolutely would have been much better this than an R rating. I, I'm surprised it wasn't rated R. Yeah, like, like it, it would have perfectly, it would have done really well if, like, because it's teetering the entire movie. Yeah, it's like it, they just, they just fall short. Like they, they show you the sword hits, but they don't show you the nitty gritty, like blood, bloody stuff. Not a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. Like they shy away from it. I think it would have benefited if they had, ju- if they had stepped that up a bit to make it the violence a little more visceral. Because in terms of positives, there were some things that I really did actually enjoy about this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more negatives? Do you want to go into or? Um, I, I, those are my two big ones. The other one than that, I think the biggest one is that it, I just wasn't really all that involved in the story. I was not all that interested. It just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it was kind of boring for mo- the most part. Okay, I just wasn't. It just wasn't for me. That's fair. It's, it's my, that's my, the point. It's not supposed to be for everyone. It's just supposed exactly. to be a thing. Exactly. It is okay for just because one of us does not like something does not mean it is a personal slight against other people that like it or the filmmakers. Fuck you, and I'm going to challenge you to a duel at dawn. All right, let's fucking go, dude. And that I think that that is a big problem um, in, in today's movie, in era. the media sphere today, where people view slight criticisms at something they like as a personal attack. Yep, that's basically what we've been driven to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now positives, Ross. Positives, yes, positives. positives. Um, Big positive, uh, Ridley's sense of scale, still go, still going. Fantastic. Dude crushes it. Um, yep. Set pieces are incredible. You can tell where the budget went. The budget went to the set pieces. It went to the battle sequences. It went to the costumes. Everything. The movie looked great. The amount of practicality that he still continues to do and the amount mm-hmm. that he did in this movie is mm-hmm. almost unheard of in oh, today's you, media world. Did you see what Ridley said this week? No. Oh, about... um. Superhero movies? Yeah, he says superhero movies are fucking boring, and they sacrifice actually good characters in favor of just CGI spectacle that's just fucking boring. He's 100% right. He's right. He's 100% right. There's nothing wrong in that statement. No. Like, I think that there are certain sequences in superhero movies that I think are very visually fun and entertaining, but for the most part, they get boring after a while. Yeah. 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 We love Ridley. <laughs> he um, speaks the truth. He's an eighty-four-year-old man who doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, outside of Russell Crowe, I liked the cast. I think Oscar Isaac was so fucking fun as Prince John. He's hamming it up the whole time. Oh yeah, 100%. you will he's, never. He's like young. He's unknown at this point, or like not mm-hmm. unknown. Just like he not was pretty as unknown. This was his first big movie. Well, yeah, but he did plays. He did everything. Prior. Yeah, he, he did. He had been. He dude went to fucking Juilliard. It's not like the dude never acted before. Yeah, it's just uh, in this moment he was just having fun. I loved Mark Addy as Friar Tuck. He was perfect. Oh my god, he was He's fantastic. Perfect Friar Tuck. Um, I again, Leah Sedu. in the evening. Why's that? Because if we grunt, it sprouts <laughs> in the morning. It's a miracle. a miracle from God. <laughs> um, I, I, no, you go, you go. No, I was gonna say um, some of my favorite scenes are definitely from the village, like. Just um, the the merry men and all them the interacting men, in the, the village. I, yeah. I like the when they steal back the sea grain. I like the pseudo political atmosphere of it all, where it's like a young brash king. I like that. But no, it's like the core characters, the four core characters, and then when Mac at it, Mike, Mark, Mark, Addy Mark Strong, gets, no, oh, Mark Addy, Addy. Mark Addy, Mark yeah, Addy yeah. gets involved. Like it's a good balance. It's a really good balance. And my favorite, like the entire, like 
third of the movie just hits and it hits and it hits and it does really great work. Like the village fight scene where the sword just barely passes by Kate Blanchett's head and mm-hmm. like takes off a hair. I was like, it's choreographed oh, very well. It's choreographed very oh, well. Oh my God. Like everything about it is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. the final third of the movie for me is just utterly fantastic. I can understand why they went slower in the second half second act of the movie just because they have to build and make sure you actually like characters and Mm. for the most part you do but i do like peeking behind the curtain you do realize that russell crowe and the other merry men they were friends outside of this before the production they they do have very good chemistry they have very good chemistry well they would have cookouts after like sets i would love to eat a meal that russell crowe cooks for me oh yeah it's straight up barbecue yeah, dude like seems like he'd be. Food. He seems like he's like really good at making barbecue. I also liked how basically um, Alan O'Dale was just basically that dude. They just put an O in front of his name, changed up his last name, and just went, "You're the character now." And he's yeah. Like, okay. I have a loot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I really want to take a second to appreciate Ridley Scott here and his dedication to casting non-English people as the lead roles <laughs> in his English folk tale. <laughs> We had two it. Americans. We had three Americans and one Australian human. What was sweet? Russell Crowe's from New Zealand. Oh, he's New Zealand. My he's bad. New Zealand. Um, Kate Blanchett is Australian. Max von Sydow. Max it. von Sydow is Swedish. Yeah. Will, William Hurt is American. Yep. Oscar Isaac American. I love yep. it. I, and he doesn't make them do accents either. No, he does. I love it so well, much. Well, no. So like, um, the guy who plays. Will Scarlet does an English accent and he does it really well. Because he hears like Huh? He's not English. He's not Scottish. He's American as fuck. Oh fuck me. He's American. He's American (laughs) as fuck. So one, he's a great actor, so no surprise he can pull an English accent out of his ass. Oh oh I want you to there is a very, very prominent modern day buff actor who has a very, very minor role in this movie. Like, give me a scene that he's in. He's credited as Sheriff's Thug. What? Th- what? Like you said, that's all he's credited as. I got nothing. Luke Evans. You're fu- What? No, he's listed. What? He played. He was. He had a non-speaking role as one of the Sheriff's Thugs. Roger, Roger, get on this. Roger, get on this. Yes, sir. I'm back from the corporate meetings. Oh my god! <laughs> I found. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's it's fucking wow. Luke he Evans. he bring he brings in the dude. He brings in the dude. Like mm-hmm. the uh, give it as much shit as you want. Uh, the Dracula movie he did was actually pretty fun. I have not seen it. Like I can understand why people think it's bad. Like I horribly understand it. I just find it horribly fun. Okay, um, I, the, I have not seen his Dracula movie. Beside the point. Um, no, like so, like I. Th- like, for the most part, this movie, like, does really well of being a medieval epic because they do actual bow and arrow training. They do actual armor and sets. Mm-hmm. Like, they take time to make this a fantastic movie. Yeah, and you like, can you can tell where the budget went. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You look at those medieval sets and you're like, oh, there's the budget. <laughs> you you look at the, the medieval sets. They went there. They filmed on location they for the most part. They filmed on location. They had shit tons of extras. There was the whole fucking, like, the beach scene was reminiscent of Normandy. Right? Like, or, like, Gettysburg. Like, mm-hmm. hardcore was, Gettysburg. It, like, if, 
for all the problems I had with the movie, the scale, the action, the cinematography, the technical aspects were not the problem. I mm-hmm. the problems I had with this movie. The problems I had were all plot based and casting and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a fantastic movie. It's like even then, like again, it's in my opinion, it's a really well done movie with a really mm-hmm. well done cast, and it shows that if you just let competent people be competent people and don't really like corporate pull their strings. They make great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dylan scale of one to 10, what do you give in Robin hood? 8.7. I'm a little lower. I, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm giving it like a four and a half. Give it a five for me. Please. I'll, I'll bump it up to a five for you, Dylan. Yay. It's a five you. out of 10. I think it, it, it's got its good parts. Um, it's got it's, it's a perfectly parts. average movie for the average movie cover. Yep, but it's not something that I personally will seek out and watch a lot. Mm-hmm. It's no Gladiator. You know, sometimes Gladiator's overhyped. Should have brought that up. I'm gonna fight you. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, you son Let's of a bitch. Go, you piece of shit. Come on, Dylan. Er, you know what time it is? Muppet time? No, not Muppet time. We're not doing Muppets this Why week. Why don't we get to Muppet this movie? Because I don't want to do Muppets every week. We did Muppets last week. Okay, that's fine. Peek behind uh, the curtain. You know what time it is, though. Oh, I, you're beating me by a country mile. No. We, we we recorded our last episode three fucking days ago. We're not doing the war today. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. We're doing it again. Oh, Ridleyfon part um, three, motherfucker. We got to okay, spin the wheel. Okay, so here's what I'm going to guess. Can I guess what movie it's going to be next? Since yeah, I take a look at the list. That. So our uh, let me read off our options first, okay? Mm-hmm. So our options for Ridley Thon Part 3 are Alien, Blade Runner, Thelma and Louise, The Duelists, The Martian, American Gangster, Legend, Prometheus, Alien Covenant, Kingdom of Heaven, and Matchstick Men. I'm going to say we're going to land on The Martian. The Martian? I would be fine with The Martian. I haven't seen that in a while. I remember liking well, it a Which one lot. are you going to guess? I am hoping Alien. I am guessing American Gangster. You see, my second guess is going to be Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Oh, that would actually be a really cool, like, we do all three of Ridley's uh, historical Here's epics. the that problem. I'm going to murder Kingdom of Heaven. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't really have an opinion on it, but you ready to spin? Yes. Right. And spin. Oh, my pain and agony poured into go. a terrible split screen where I see something dragged on to legend. That's not what I suspected it to that be. Was Is that not- the one with Tom Hardy playing two characters? No, this is it's the one with Tim Curry playing Satan, I think. What? Let me, I'm gonna, I, I need to pull this up. Hold on. I just know it is a Ridley Scott movie. I don't know the details. That would be fantastic if that's... <laughs> we don't know what it is. It's always we fantastic. Have, we have no idea what it is. Yes, it stars uh, Tom Cruise and Mia Sarah. Um, Mia Sarah is better oh known as... Oh my god, as, wait. I think I've like seen this in passing. Yeah, Mia Sarah, better known as um, Matthew Broderick's girlfriend in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> and Tim Car- Tim Curry playing the lord of darkness you know i haven't seen this movie so this will be interesting i i haven't either this is one of the reallys i haven't seen yet i'm excited for this one so you know that'll be fun that'll be enjoyable also something i should mention the theatrical cut uh the director's cut of robin hood is actually really well done it's better than the theatrical cut so fuck dn venu for saying what i put out there it is there it is the director's cut. I'm like, you're a liar and a scoundrel. Dune got cut, got cut up into multiple pieces on that floor. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Eh, oh well. But I only wa- I watched the theatrical cut because that was what Peacock had. I also That's had to fair. watch it with ad breaks. 
I have the free one. It was really jarring to go from like Kate Blanchett whack like talking to, like, about Duolingo how Duolingo ads. I know, like it went from Kate Blanchett talking about how everybody's about to fucking starve to death, and then it cut to a Target ad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a little, this is weird. This is weird. I would um, like to talk to the manager who set up these ads, please. Yes. Um, Dylan, do you have anything to plug this week? Oh, God, I thought I was going to plug something. Oh, TFS at the table. They're doing a really good D&D thing where uh, cartoon characters, with cartoon Great. characters. Nice. Um, my plug for this week. Um, so this episode will be out on Tuesday, November. Let's see 20- if we can do math. 20- I know the date. <laughs> Fucking He's shit. not doing well. I'm not doing well. 22nd? He's not. Math was never your strongest subject. Is it 22nd? 26th? 23rd. 23rd. November 23rd. This episode will be out. Um, and by that time, Wheel of Time's first three episodes will be up on Amazon Prime. Are you they doing that those. where they release it every week? Um, so they're dropping the first three episodes this Friday. And then for the next five weeks, they'll be dropping one episode every Friday. Bastards. Oh, yes. Um, I'm excited. It'll keep people hooked if they get hooked on the first three, which I sincerely hope they do. Fantastic book series, and I'm very excited for the show. It's getting some pretty, you know, all right reviews so far. Um, I I wasn't going to be surprised if the first reviews are going to be all right. Except they're saying that the first episode is kind of hard to get through because it's setting so much up, and I'm like, well, that's well a, I'm assuming fucking... the first episode is just like basically what Dune Part One is of just throwing up exposition for the first hour of it. And that's probably what the first episode is going to end up being, but it's also like a 14-book fantasy series that they're adapting into a TV show. So there's going to be exposition dumps. There's going to be a lot, but you know, at the same time, they're done better. They can yes. be done better. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm very excited for it. I will be watching all three episodes on Friday night, and I hope other people will as well, so we can keep getting seasons. Neat! I would like uh, to end with Eric is a rat bastard. Bringing that uh, back. Eric is a rat bastard. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Bench Picture. You can like us on Facebook. You can listen to our podcast directly on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can like us on Spotify. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts and then rate and review us. Um, you can send us an email at benchpicturepod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of Ridley Scott. Let us know what you think of Robin Hood and Gladiator. Um, and then, uh, yeah, listen. let us know what you think about Legend as well because we're both very excited to see that. We're legend virgins. Yes, we are. We're going to see our big devil daddy, Tim Curry. (laughs) 